hello. Welcome to Mildly Opinionated. This is an intro that I definitely did not practice. Uh, Anish, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Anish Nadella, and I'm a sophomore at Stevenson. Yes, I'm Dhruv. I'm also a sophomore at Stevenson. I'm not going to give you my last name. Okay. All right. So this is a podcast that will be basically just sports stuff. Uh, maybe some other things, assuming Anish becomes interested. Oh, great. So, yeah, we're... Mostly going to stay with sports, but we might venture into some politics or social media, mm -hmm. and hopefully we don't get canceled. Mm -hmm. That's okay. going to be our goal for this podcast, just don't get canceled. Yep. All right. So uh, essentially, a basic episode is just going to be uh, an introduction to like our daily topic and maybe some breakdown of recent events in sports, social media, politics. So today is the NFL week one, as you know. If you're listening to this, the NFL just started and kicked off. Some interesting games happened on the week one slate, and we'll break it down. Uh, let's start with the New England Patriots versus the Miami Dolphins. Game. Yeah, so uh, in case the listeners of this podcast do not know, assuming there are listeners, I am a rabid uh, Patriots fan. So He's a bandwagon, pretty much. It's not a bandwagon thing. It's okay. just a Patriots fan. So I was, of course, excited to see Super Cam. And the rest of the Patriots, obviously, the team that will definitely make a Super Bowl this year. Uh, I have a bet on that. I did not know about that, but Cam Newton did play very good week one. Yeah, he had two rushing 75 yards, I think, rushing. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns. That was a pretty good game for him. Um, we'll no see. aerial. We'll see, we'll no see aerial about the, Yeah, we'll see about the passing game. I mean, in his defense, he's throwing to what, like a 36-year-old white dude named <laughs> Julian, Julian named Julian as his number one receiver. So we'll see about all that stuff. I mean, the defense lost basically everyone, but it's a Bill Belichick team, so they still played well. Stephon Gilmore is probably the yeah. best corner, best corner mm -hmm. in the league. He, yeah, he, he probably is number one right now, but mm -hmm. I would say Jair Alexander. He's not He's not yeah, knocking I'm on the door, sorry, sorry. but he we is. We have to, like, clarify. Anish is a idiotic Packers fan, so he's At least I'm not there. a bad one. Sure, sure. Anyways. But, you know, it was a good game. I thought Tua would play week one. He didn't. I, I did not think he was going to play. Fitzpatrick is going to do well, but I don't think that Tua should start off against the Patriots defense. That's, that's that would have been a really dumb idea. I mean, I think the entire point of this season in the end is just Miami's going to tank again. They're going to try and add some talent in the draft. You we'll think they're going to tank again? I think it's worth tanking. I mean, like, there's some good receivers in I mean, next draft. They have a solid team, and their coaches. Brian Flores? Yeah, Brian Flores. He's Highly slept on. Very smart guy. I think, to be honest, though, like, there's next year's draft, they have, like, that guard from Oregon, Panay Sewell, and sure. he's supposed to be really good. So I think they can get O-line help. And then, you know, Tuo can have a good sophomore year. That is true. I mean, we saw, like, the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. They sat basically an entire year. I think Tua's going to come in at the end of the year, though. Yeah, no I mean, they're gonna have both Mahomes after. and Jackson did that. They sat under a veteran quarterback, and then the next year mm -hmm. they won, like, the MVP. So we'll see about that. I don't think Tua's going to sit the entire year. I think Fitzpatrick will take mm -hmm. up until, like, week 10 or, or 11, but then Tua should be coming in soon. I don't know. But, I mean, Patriots face off against the Seahawks, so I guess that's a real test to see what Cam can do. That is not going to go well for you guys. I, I think the offense is going to be fine. I'm just worried about, like, the lack of pass rush. But uh, now moving on to the game that Anish wanted to cover. Wait, I still want to touch on the Patriots one. What, what's what's left to touch on? The Patriots I, I, were good. They played well. No, I think this week against the Seahawks, mm -hmm. this is like a 
real indicator of if they can actually compete for a Super Bowl this year. I don't it, think it's a Super Bowl year. I, I feel like this I, year is kind of a rebuild. Yeah. For lack of a better word, rebuilding. I think it's really a Belichick-type rebuilding year. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to figure out what they're going to do next. I mean, I think people people thought, oh, they're going to like tank and they're going to have Jared Stidham starting. Mm-hmm. Then they signed Cam, which to me indicates you know they're trying to yeah. win. That's so, a good move. I feel like the Patriots know they're good enough to like not need a super high draft pick to rebuild and they have cap space going into next season. So I would expect them to just, you know, nine and seven, 10 and six, yeah. make a wild card. And that's also without like, fun. it's also without like eight of their starters due to COVID. Yeah. Opting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now we get to talk about the game that I'm really excited about the Packers versus the Vikings. Yeah, sure. Very good game. You see Rogers is not washed up in that Aaron game. Rogers. Four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 360 yards. It was a good game. It was a very good game. It wasn't, like, amazing. Cause How is that not amazing? I mean, the Vikings are starting, like, two rookies as their starting cornerbacks. So. But everyone has – most people, most analysts have them predicted to win the NFC North. Yeah. Congratulations. You beat Kirk Cousins and, like, Dalton Trubisky. Cook. Trubisky. Trubisky. That's basically what the NFC We'll North go into is. Trubisky later, but let's stick with this game. Mm-hmm. I – was very happy with the offense, especially the production of the different receivers, yeah, MBS I, and Lazard. Yeah, I actually was pretty surprised to see Valdez Scantling take but, a big leap. But he also did drop two very in his he dro- No, he dropped a 60-yard pass, and he also dropped a slant where he was wide open on third down. I don't know. I, I think like it's as good of a performance as you can expect. That's not good for my fantasy team. But he had a good game. Should have had three touchdowns, but he mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think there was that one throw where Rodgers, like, runs out of the pocket, kind of stops, and then fires a dart to Dante, who's in the end zone. And, He's like, standing. Drags. He's not even moving. Oh, I thought he was – I thought he rolled out of the pocket for a bit. No, 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 no. no. A... Rodgers rolls out, but Devontae's just standing in the end zone. Oh, okay. With two of, like, the best Vikings – Defenders on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Smith and Harris. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's. I mean, it was still a great throw. Yeah. I, I don't know if Rodgers will be an MVP this season. But I, I could, yeah. I'm gonna be honest about this. He can't. I, I feel like quarterbacks who rely on their athleticism so much, they don't really. There's like a cap. Like it's not like Brady and Breeze, where like they're not athletic at all, but they are. You know, they're mental quarterbacks. They're accurate, etc. So they do that stuff, and they can play till like they're fifty if they really want to. But then that's an exaggeration. But like, to be honest with Brady, who knows? Yeah. But like with Rodgers, I feel like he's about to hit the age where it's like "Mm, I don't know. This is gonna be a test of like what else are you other than that like super athletically talented quarterback. No, but Rodgers, I don't think he's gonna win MVP this year because they're not gonna ask him to do what he did week one every single week. Yeah, I think they're going to try and lean on that run game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. It I wasn't very good in the Vikings game. Yeah, I think they get uh, – hopefully they get Aaron Jones involved a bit more. Jamal the Williams. Yeah. Jamal Williams, I think he could be a pass catcher. He's I a good blocking. Both, of, both of them are going into contract years, so I'm yeah. expecting both of them to play pretty well. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to talk about uh, the Vikings as a whole. So Dalvin Cook had a disappointing game. No, he started off really well. They had one good drive, and then that put them up 7-3. But after that, disappeared. I mean, I think overall it was a disappointing game for Alvin. I'd say it's more of a disappointing game from, like, Vikings offense. They kind of expected Justin Jefferson to come in there. and mm -hmm. He got the exciting. 
there was one hit. I don't remember who. I think it was Savage on uh, Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He got laid out. That was. I mean, there was still Adam Thielen kind of cooking. He, he did. He, he had a great game. game. He had a great game, like 138 yards receiving or something. Yeah, but that was also garbage time at the end. That's also mm-hmm. why Cook did not get going because they were playing behind like yeah, so nine points. But the thing is, like, Dalvin's a great receiving back as well. So he I didn't get targeted. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought they'd do a yeah. bit more of. You know, especially knowing Blake Martinez is gone on that Packers defense. Kirksey yeah. played. He got tackles, but he just looked like another Martinez. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Alexander. Oh, Jair Alexander. He, yeah, he was good. A sack, yeah. safety, and a pick. Good game. That's a good game for Jair Alexander. I mean, I'm expecting He never to, catches the interceptions. Yeah, he's he's more of a physical. I feel like if you've seen Jalen Ramsey lately, mm-hmm. where he's trying to be more of like, He's putting more emphasis on the tackling. Yeah. I feel like that's very indicative of what Jair Alexander does. He's like a strong safety in a no, corner's no. body. That's the way he plays, though. He doesn't he, play for picks. He plays for, like... No, but he always has, like, last year especially, he dropped the most interceptions, I'm pretty sure. He dropped, like, at least seven. And I remember in the Carolina game last year, he could have put the game on ice last play. Allen throws it straight to him, but he drops it. I mean, overall, what do you think of this Green Bay team, though? I think it's going to do really well. I think they're like an 11 or 12 win team. Yeah. I think that it was very overhyped, the fact that the Packers drafted Jordan Love or didn't draft a receiver. Their receivers are good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think my idea was the same thing with Daniel Jones last year. It's like, if this, if you really like this guy, I'm okay with you taking mm-hmm. him, but that's too early. Like, you know nobody else is going to draft him there. So like with Daniel Jones, number six, nobody else early. is going to draft him there. And he like he might be the right pick, but you could trade down and get better value. That's what I'd say. Like nobody was gonna pick Jordan Love in the range that they were at that point. There was the threat of a team threat trading up to take him before the Packers. I don't know. I just feel like was he that good? Like I I've watched some of the scouting. He has raw talent, but was he that much like talent? Was he that much more talented than like a Jalen Hurts or a Jacob Eason? You just have to trade him again. I don't think Jalen Hurts or Jacob Eason, I don't really know that much. I about. like Jalen Hurts. He doesn't fit the pack in NFL. Well. I mean, I feel like he's a very good quarterback for what they could be. I mean, this is obviously a quarterback that you're waiting to develop. Mm-hmm. He could become anything, in my opinion. I think we talked about the Packers enough. Uh, no, we have to touch on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Vikings. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Primetime Kirk Cousins. They did. The offense did good. Other. They put a thirty, they put a thirty-two points. I'm pretty sure in nineteen minutes of offense, they were good. I'm not going to deny they were good. I just feel like they should be better. They should. Be better. Mm. I, I anticipate. I mean, you have so many you weapons. You have so many weapons. Yeah, but they're all. Irv Smith, he's a good tight end. Didn't mm-hmm. get targeted. Jefferson got exactly. A and who's targets. that on? That's Cousins. Cousins. on Cousins. Yeah. I mean, the loss of Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. the, their offensive coordinator, that could be hurting them potentially. They have Kubiak, right? Yeah, they have Kubiak now. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about the Vikings. I don't really see them as a wild card. Team. I think they, if they have a chance to make the playoffs, they have to show it soon. They need to show that their secondary can actually do something. Oh, they, have great, they have great safeties, but they have no. Their cornerbacks got destroyed. Corners. Hughes and, and like, Hill. this is a downgrade from Xavier Rhodes. So that's saying Rhodes something. didn't play the last year, though, but he was still better than all the rookies. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, next game. Oh, the one I wanted to talk about, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. 
the show game. All right. Your old quarterback. Uh, yes, Tom Brady, who I will continue to support. Uh, he had a... He had a bad. He had a bad. I okay by his standards, bad game overall. Not that bad of a game. It was a pretty bad game. I will say this in his defense. I think I wa- I mean, I watched the game. Mm-hmm. He played very well when he had like when they were down by like twelve. He kind and he had already thrown two picks. He kind of came onto the field and That's just right. like, no, we're not gonna go out like this. We're gonna and then he started to like hit his receivers. He had like a forty yard completion to Scotty Miller or something. It was it was great. Yeah, that was a good throw. I saw that. He was playing very well, in my opinion, in that moment. And initially, I think that it's a lack of, like, fit with the roster. I I just want to bring the stat up. Mm-hmm. He's thrown three pick sixes in the last 97 pass attempts. Rodgers has two pick sixes in his entire career. Congratulations. How do you feel thing. about Oh, Congratulations, Rodgers. No, we don't Six, we don't six rings. Six okay, rings. Fine. Anyways, anyways. Uh, I think that Brady had a very weird type of game. Like, mm-hmm. I expected this of him. I expected him to be a little better. But, like, I, I don't think anybody who actually understands football thought that the Buccaneers yeah. were going to win this game. There's, I think it's even the Saints' division to win. I don't expect the Buccaneers to win that. I think they could go farther than the Saints in the playoffs. Because they have Tom Brady. They have talent. But, but I don't think they can win the division. Because the Saints have, like, some take of the most, like, the Saints have the most roster like carryover from last year, mm. apart from the Chiefs, I think. Apart from the Chiefs, and I'm the pretty sure they only added one new piece to their offense. But they two. also got Jenkins on defense. Yeah, but those are like positive additions. I, there's mm-hmm. nobody that needs yeah, to like. True. It's not like you're adding a main receiver or a like main quarterback or mm-hmm. something like what the Buccaneers did, where yeah. they basically have to teach Tom Brady a whole new system. Gronk so, didn't do that good either. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Gronk is going to be... I feel like that Gronk move was overhyped. I don't think he's going to be that great. I think he could be great come playoff or... I think he'll be good in the playoffs. I think he'll be a good, like, red zone target. But he's not going to be the same Gronk. I think they have better tight ends. Okay. Oh, yeah. They have great... OJ Howard, Howard played very well. Yeah. He played very well. And then um, Michael Thomas's injury. Michael Thomas's injury. That is a... I mean, it's terrible for anybody who has him on their fantasy team. I'm happy about it because... Packers go into that, into Saints true. week That's three. True. Michael Thomas is predicted not to play. I mean, obviously we shouldn't be happy that guy's injured, but it's gonna, it's gonna hurt the. I mean, I'm happy to be honest. I, I don't think like I'm gonna be honest. Watching that game, Drew Brees did not look good. He, yeah. he looked very bad. He didn't look like he could. Camaro looked good. Camaro looked great. I mean, he, he was, looked like he didn't need Mark Ingram. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I still think they need a lead, like, a pound, like, ground and pound back. But yeah. they have Latavius yeah, Murray to do that. They can put more on Camara now. But, like, how much more? Because without Michael Thomas, they have, like, Emmanuel Sanders, who's a great receiver under normal circumstances. But he's a deep threat, and Drew Brees definitely does not have the arm strength anymore. Maybe. He doesn't have the arm strength. I think, like, since that Rams game, the NFC Championship where he threw, like, in overtime that pick, he was straining his arm to throw, like, a 40-yard pass, which is massive for any normal human. That is but for true. an NFL quarterback, it's 40 yards. So I think that the Saints are going to be in trouble. I think they really need to pull together. Their defense looked amazing, to be honest. I mean, to be fair, it was going against the Bucks' offense without any I still ground. think that they, they played well. They the did defense play well. played well. And... Uh, Speaking of defense, I think the Bucks defense was a very good like takeaway from that game. They played extremely well. 
they were pressuring the quarterback. Like, I think they made one key defensive mistake where, like, Jared Cook got a huge touchdown or huge catch mm-hmm. because, like, they forgot to cover. So the cornerback <laughs> forgot to run. That is true. But they played well. I think they they were I, able to hold I think the thing that's going to piss off Brady the most throughout this year, mm-hmm. Bruce Arians is not Belichick. They're going to make the stupid penalties and mistakes, like the punt return that got muffed. I feel like I was listening to Pat McAfee, and he was talking about, like, the thing he expects to happen the most this season is special teams mistakes because of a lack of an Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that podcast also. So I don't – I think that that mistake is just an example of it. I was not – I expected a lot more muffed punts, actually. I think it's, like, more of, like, if it's a newer system, mm-hmm. new kickers, new – like that Cincinnati kicker who missed that uh, field goal. Oh, What's yeah. I forgot his name. For Burrow. Yeah, and, you know, pretended he was injured. But that's yeah. the kind of mistakes that I think should be expected to start off the season. On the topic of mistakes. On the topic of mistakes. Let's talk about Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Right. He played very bad in the first half. I was I, talking I, like, to someone, and they thought he was playing good when he was throwing 50%. Oh god, he was so bad. That was a very like bad. I, I don't feel encouraged by Mitchell Trubisky's performance. I just feel like he played an average game in the yeah. end. He had like an 84 passer rating. I know, but fourth quarter, very, very fourth good. quarter he came in very there, good. but I feel like it was also Alan Robinson and Anthony Miller really showing their talent. And also the Lions without And their the Lions don't have their best corner, so No, three of them. Who did they not have? They didn't have they didn't True got injured. Okuda was inactive entire game, and oh. they also lost their another corner that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, like last season, they basically got rid of their entire secondary. They traded away Darius Slay, and they got rid of Quandre Diggs. So they mm-hmm. essentially had no one there. Uh, they're going to be lost in that division, no matter yeah. how bad the Bears are. The There's, Lions are going to be worse. Everyone that thought that the Lions had a chance this year, it's not happening. Patricia is not the right option for them. I think he's the right option they just need a good offensive coordinator and they haven't found that yet they have in my opinion a guy who could have won mvp last year matt stafford i think he got no 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 he got injured i know i know he got injured but he was playing at that level yeah but after i can't remember i think it was a packers game or the game after he Mm went way down so i mean they need to draft a quarterback to be honest like they're probably going to tank for quarterback trade matt stafford Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Same rumors that DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift had uh, a drop touchdown for what could have won the game. Drop touchdown. I do think another one of their young players, TJ Hawkins, had a great game. He had yeah, the, he's a good touchdown. He didn't have a ton of yards, but like if you were watching him, he, he he's had making the plays. Yeah. So the the Lions are going to be an interesting case. Chicago isn't um, it also uh, one of the expatriates on the Lions? I, Jamie Collins. Jamie Collins and had butted the had butted the ref. Yeah, that was funny. That is very funny. But I think that the Lions are going to suck, and the Bears are probably going to suck as well. I don't think they have that great of a team. This is hard for me to say as a Packers fan, but I like it when the Bears are doing good because we live in it. Chicago. It's more fun if the hometown team is doing. I good. hate it because all the Bears fans and they're so insufferable. Yeah, but that's true. I have true, a friend but... who's like constantly like, "Oh, the Bears are going to go twelve and four this season. <laughs> he's going to turn around." I think that he could be a decent quarterback. It's just like I don't think he's that talented to begin with. But it's really fun seeing like. The... I, mean, I, I when they're playing well, I admit like they have a great system. They can win. I just like to see the Bears fans get their hopes up and then. Mm, oh yeah, for it to come post postseason time, it's all over. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what else? What other game do we have to talk about? Oh, we do have to kind of talk about Allen Robinson and what's going on there. He's not getting traded. He was in talks today with Chicago. Uh, hopefully, I want to see him in Chicago. I think he's a great yeah. receiver. Although I would like to see him on the Patriots because <laughs> they do need a receiver badly. I don't. I, I, I doubt he gets traded. I think they need to realize how good. Like he's played with. Uh, I believe I saw a stat like Bortles. Sick, only 60% of his pat of passes that had been thrown to him in his career were deemed catchable. He's a good receiver. He's a great receiver. He had like what 1100 yards last year with like Trubisky. That. With Trubisky, and also going off Trubisky, why do you think they chose to start Trubisky over Foles? I think that that was a stupid decision, but I think, I think it's it because I, I think their front office is very dumb and very intent on like. Ryan Pace strikes me as a guy who made one terrible decision, but so many other good decisions that he just can't convince himself that, that you know, bad. you can like, you can say I made the wrong choice. And I think Trubisky was absolutely the wrong choice. I think it was the right choice to start him because if he does good, he, he looks like a genius for starting him and giving him a chance and bringing in Foles. But if he does bad, come midseason, the team's going to be reju- rejuvenated with Foles entering the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that. I feel like it's always stupid to pay $22 million yeah. a year to your backup. Although, apparently, I did not know this. They restructured his contract. Apparently, he makes $50 million. So that's a bit better. I just feel like you can't yeah. put that much on Foles and just have – when there are better options, let's be honest. There's better options. They could have had Cam Newton. Cam Newton would have been great. Naggy, I feel Cam Newton's just Trubisky upgraded. Like essentially, that's what he is. Trubisky's he's a not like good he's not. No, no, the thing is, Trubisky's not like a Lamar Jackson runner where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna like yeah. shoot you out of your feet and stuff." He's more of a Cam Newton runner where he's just like really big. He's powerful. He can run through stuff. Kind of Josh Allen, but I'd say a little mm-hmm. like no. a little uh, heavier, so he can push through more. He's not as fast. That's what Cam Newton does, like these days at least. That is true. He pushes through. So I think that Cam Newton would have been amazing for that offense. And I think you're happy that he's on the Patriots. I'm very happy he's on the Patriots. I think he actually gives them a chance to Mm -hmm. something. We should quickly touch on the Cardinals 49ers. Oh, yeah. That's a game that apparently we have to talk about because obviously Kyler Murray. Murray. Is he this this year's MVP? No, he's not. He did not play that good. He played good. but I just want to touch on one thing. People do not realize I'm a big stats guy and uh, statistically – the best rookie quarterback last year was Gardner Minshew. We're not going to talk about him today. He, Even 95%. Though he has a good game coming up. 95%. Where he could win. But like Gardner Minshew, damn. But Kyler, he was good. I feel like people overrated how good he was. He had like 90. He was running really he was well. running well. But people didn't talk about that. They were like, oh, he was passing so well. He was just giving the ball to yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Who had like 150 yards and 14 catches. I think Kyler threw for 220. So, but with the pick also, that kind of tells you exactly what his game was. Uh, the 49ers, I'm happy they lost. They deserve, I'm it. happy they lost, but they have so many injuries. Like, it's not even, they funny. have no wide receivers right now. Kittle got shut down in the second half, and he's injured now. So, oh, that's nice. Mm, I don't know. I like George Kittle's the one guy in the Niners I like, and this is something that happened in a fantasy league. Someone traded Michael Thomas and George Kittle for uh, Julian Edelman, and I don't even remember who because it was such a trash trade. Oh, Arjun Nair, that was you. 
You screwed up your fantasy. If Arjun Nair is listening to this podcast, he should realize that he made a terrible fantasy. It was, he traded his top two picks. Or Michael Thomas and Kittle. Kind of stupid. Kind of stupid. But Michael Thomas, obviously a big loss. George Kittle, honestly, if the Niners start off bad, I think the Seahawks might be the best team in the NFC. I don't know why. NFC, I think, I think the Packers are. I don't know why I think the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC because it doesn't make sense. Like They have good receivers now for once in Russell Wilson's career. They have decent tight ends. But, like, their defense has no secondary. Their defense? Their defense has no secondary. Like, I think got, Jamal Adams is a he's very a great good run stopper. But if you wanted a run stopper, you should have just kept Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, that is true. I think Jamal Adams is great at stopping the run, and he's okay. Safety, he's not amazing in secondary. Like, I think he, like, gives them back that vibe of the Legion of Boom. And that's yeah, but probably the, is, the why Legion of Boom was a secondary, and he's not a great. I know, but he, he brings back that idea. He has two interceptions in his entire career, but he brings back like that toughness. Of course, he brings back the toughness. I think they have a generational defensive player, in Wagner? addition to another generational defensive Wagner. player. Yeah, Wagner and Adams. I think that's crazy yeah. that they had those guys. But like, but they, they didn't might get need four hundred fifty yards. Top on them. Mm-hmm. I guys. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They, they don't have a good secondary. I really hope the Falcons do good this year. I'm I don't not think a fan, they can. But... I just think that division is too hard because, let's be honest, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is the third best quarterback in that division. I would not say that. Maybe second. I think he's third or second. I'm going to say Brady's first purely. I because would not say Brady's first. I, I just don't think Brees – I think Brees has – people don't realize, like, he's, Sean Payton's crowning achievement, in my opinion, is how well he supported an old quarterback. Like – the thing about he couldn't support Breeze in his prime. He couldn't give Breeze a defense in his prime, but in his like older age, he's given him amazing receivers, great O line, great running backs, great defense. He's given him everything. Yep. To compensate for the fact that Breeze is not the same quarterback. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. No. Apparently, we have to take a break. Yeah. So, but before we take that break, we would like to we'd like to thank our sponsor for this video, mm-hmm. Anchor. Anchor, they make podcasts, and we might make money off of those podcasts. So, Anchor. Yeah. You yeah. Should, everyone who's willing to start a podcast, make sure you use Anchor. Yeah, just make a million podcasts and make, like, one cent for the podcast. It's, it's amazing. We did not say that. They go straight to Spotify, and it's a really user-friendly, yeah. user-friendly user app. Fr- user-friendly. That's the word I'd use. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you. And welcome back to part two, I guess, of whatever this is supposed to be. The NBA section. The NBA section. This Basketball. Is, the true sport of men. This is a very good playoffs, as Mr. Duba said. It's not a good playoffs. It's not a good playoffs. The Warriors aren't in it, therefore no, it's not a good playoffs. Can't call you a bandwagon on that. Hometown though. team. Hometown team. That is fair. But like, Clippers Nuggets. That's just sad. Clippers Nuggets, I'm. Mm. Kawhi has never washed been. Claw. Perhaps no, that's washed not. Claw. Kawhi is still a very good player. He's still good, but he's not like. He's not LeBron, and he never will be. He never was. I agree, he's not LeBron, but I still thought, hey, he might be the best player. I, I think Kevin Durant is. You think Kevin Durant's the best player in the world? It depends how he comes back from injury, but pre-injury, he was. I just better. want to make this argument. Make this argument. In the finals last year. If you year, say Steph. 
I'm not going to say Steph's the best player in the world because I think it's very clear right now he's not. I yeah. think he could be though. I think, I think he, he was. I think he was for like one, one, one and a half seasons. Yeah. But I think he could come back to that this season because the way he played without AD and like with an injured Clay was just insane. That was a good man. He had the second most points ever in a finals loss. Did like 47 against I mean, who had the most? LeBron. LeBron with 51. Yeah. Thanks so, to J.R. Smith. Thanks to J.R. Smith. It was a finals loss. But I feel like, you know, Steph Curry, he's got a chance next mm-hmm. season. We'll see. But Nuggets Clippers as a whole, um, Kawhi played underwhelmingly. I mean, he played good the first three games, but afterwards, all downhill. Um, he wasn't efficient, that's for sure. Paul George efficient at all. Paul George. I want to go in. Paul George. What's gonna happen? Pandemic P. George Paul, the greatest like misser of shots ever. He hits the backboard on the shot. Backboard. I mean, he has Cody Parkey level accuracy. That's all I can say. (laughs) I don't know what to say for the Bears fans. I don't know what to say about him. Um, It's sad. I feel like. He he deserves another year. I think this is like we talked about the Buccaneers not having system fit. I think that this was not a this team fit. never played together. Like they played like 10, 15 games as a full strength team. That's no excuse. You yeah. should they should have beaten the Nuggets. Like uh people say in a seven game series in the NBA playoffs. Best like, team wins. Best team wins. I disagree. I think the Clippers think, are a better team. But I think they're the best team. But they do not play like the best team. Yeah, exactly. They're a team that is so talented, but rarely plays to their actual talent. Yeah. Even when they have the healthy players on court, they don't play to what they are. What they are. I actually want to rephrase what I said about Paul George. He played good that series. He put he put in twenty four. He was pretty efficient. But oddly enough, when like Kawhi stopped playing well, Paul George started playing good. Yeah. until Game Seven, obviously. Yeah. But like you can't expect previous games, anything. he was playing very well. Mm-hmm. Like last three games that they lost. Paul George was kind of the only guy keeping them in that game. Kawhi was a huge dipping. He's I'm going to say this guy. right now. The Clippers need to fire Doc Rivers. If, they, he if they're going for long-term success, Doc Rivers has to go. If they're going for a championship next year, keep him. Uh, I mean, I think they aren't really going for The thing about the deals Kawhi and Paul George signed is that it's pretty – common knowledge that they're probably going to opt out of it after this season. After this even season? If they, even if they win, they, they signed two plus ones. Are you talking about next season? So this, yeah. Okay, next okay, season, okay. Next season. Yeah. So they have two plus ones. I think ones. if they win, they're going to dip. Yeah, I think they're going to, I think Kawhi would leave if he won. He did that with Toronto. He doesn't really care He's about just going on a mission. Just to like, I think he's just trying to win city. with a different team. I feel like Paul George or Kawhi should go to the uh, Mavericks. I think that's their best fit. Mm. They need a three. Mavericks need a three and D wing, like an elite three and D wing, and then they'd be a dynasty. So that is true. But we'll see. We'll see about Paul George. There's rumors, you know, the Clippers are reportedly gearing up to pursue Giannis in free agency. That's, there, there's, I don't think Giannis is leaving. There's, that's not I don't know what Milwaukee can do though. I think if Giannis leaves, that's going to be even bigger than Katie leaving. Oh, it's going to be way bigger because like they have nothing. Like, they have a team. I'm not going to lie. They have a team. But they have a team that's built very specifically around around a superstar. And they're not going to get a superstar. Chris Middleton. That's why I think they should look into a trade. 
I think they should look into a trade. Yeah, I think their only chance, if they don't, I don't think Giannis is going to sign the Supermax with the Bucks. I disagree. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he'll sign the Supermax with the Bucks. I think what could happen, though, is a one-year deal. He might sign a one-year prove-it deal, because I don't think he can, to be honest. Not, not for him to prove it. For the yeah, it's team a, it's to a, prove it to him. The Bucks prove-it deal, they need to, like, show, hey, we, we aren't, like, an idiotic organization. They already said they're not firing Budenholzer, so I think they're already I think that's done. a good idea. I don't think he's that bad of a playoff coach. I agree he made mistakes. I don't think he's that bad of a playoff coach. I think it's just the lack of a supporting cast that, that ends up hurting them. Chris Middleton, um, there's an argument that he's the NBA's most overpaid player. I don't think he's actually that good. Like, uh, uh, he's very, like, he's a nice player. But I feel like his stats are inflated because they give him so much usage. Yeah, that's true. He, but... He's like a 25% usage player when in reality he should be like a 15 Mm. Yeah, but yeah, so the Bucks are interesting. Going back to the Clippers and Nuggets, Jokic, I'm not going to say Murray played great that series because his Game 7 was really good, but other good than that, seven. it was not that great. Jokic finally showing that he's, you know, the guy on – he's the best player on that team. He might be the best center in the league. He's a bit – he's more complete than AD. Oh, AD's, AD's not a center. AD's not a center. AD's a center. I will not count him as a center. He's a power what, How is he a power he's a, he He hates being a center. Yeah, that's his fault. Not like the fault. Like you can, I can say that I'm a squirrel for all I want. That doesn't mean I'm a squirrel. Okay. We're not. We're not going oh, into this. Although that we're might not, actually get me no, canceled. No, we're not. Like, gonna, we're not going into this. Uh, just, just everyone forget. About yeah. He, sorry, I have one more show. AD identifies as a power forward. Okay. I did not say that. Drew said that he identifies as a power forward. In reality, he's just a center. I, mm, I think it's between Jokic and Embiid. Not. He shouldn't even be in the And Embiid's just too injury prone, and I don't think he's like. Uh, I don't know what to say. I feel like his defense just isn't there. He doesn't. He's not in it all the time. Mm-hmm. Jokic is so versatile that despite his lack of defensive talent, he can still be considered one of the best centers. I personally just like the memes about him. Mm-hmm. Serbian killer. Elfikola. Yep. Oh yes. Uh, Very nice. He's he's probably. The best passing center, I think the NBA is. He is a very good center. He's a, like he's a very good passer. Period. He's an elite passer. Like we don't, you don't have all to, players. You don't even have to say he's an elite passing center. He's just an elite. Passer. He's the best passing center I think that's ever played basketball. But okay, I don't know. I don't think the team's a championship team, and I think they need to make some kind of move. I would like to see them go after a star, but like I don't think they need a star. I think they just need experience. I'm not that high on Michael Porter Jr. I think everyone else who thinks that they are a title team are like, oh, Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. will become an he, all-star. He's, not a, he's very good. This was his first year, right? This is his first, like, healthy year. Yeah. He's very good, but he's not – I think he's he not been. a star. He he's has just potential. not. He has potential. He's, he's not afraid to take shots at the end of the game. His specialty is rebounding. That's the weirdest thing. He's a wing who's a really good rebounding that, wing. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal specialty. But, like, he's got potential. Yeah. Maybe he'll make an all-star team. Maybe he won't. I still think they lack an MVP. Jokic, I think, could win an MVP. I just don't, I don't know if they will, like, if it'll happen. I don't think Jokic will have to win MVP. Current, with all the players right now, there's no chance. Mm-hmm. And then going into, like, the our predictions for the conference finals, I have LA winning the... Yeah, I think it's inevitable that LA wins. There I think- is no way LeBron is going to overlook them. As of the recording of this podcast, the Heat are up 2-0 over the Celtics. 
But game so, three is game three is today. So I mean, we'll see what happens. I think the Heat win in five. I, I really, uh, I think the Heat are that good. Like, I, re- I remember I was listening to ESPN or something, and they're like, "Oh, every coach wants a team full of Marcus Smarts. The Heat are a team full of Marcus, Marcus Smarts." I, I think Jimmy Butler has kind of shown, you know, he's. I don't get why people are like, "Oh, everyone was wrong about Jimmy Butler." Oh, he's always been like this. He's always been great. People just were like. No, he's always had this personality. It's just he's he's like the anti-hero of the NBA. He's like he's not a n- normal star, and I think the people get scared of him because of that. He's not yeah. a normal star. He doesn't really care about monetization. He doesn't care about being considered a superstar, but he is one, and he's an a, an elite player. Yeah, I'm gonna not agree with you on the Heat winning. I you think, think the Celtics time. come back? I think the Celtics win in seven. I mean, Jason Tatum is one of my favorite players, and Jalen Brown is another one of my favorite players. So I think this prediction could go very south today. I think but I still. I think it's Celtics. done. I think I don't think the Celtics. I feel like they should have been the ones to trade for Anthony Davis. I think that would have been the smarter move. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like AD wanted to play with LeBron. I think you need like a center to be honest. These they days, Tice, but that's he's why not playing that Tice is a very interesting center. Right now he's not playing. That He's not playing that good, but like his potential is very good. So there's a trait amongst championship teams in the past few years that are like really good teams for the past few years that they have a good center who's underpaid. And that's a common theme. Marcus All for the Raptors. Marcus All, yeah, Marcus All, Serge Ibaka, either one. Um, I would say who who do the war- the Warriors? They kind of had Kevon Looney, who I think was he. He was a small ball center, but he was very. The good Warriors were just different based on. Shooting. No, no, he they had a center. Kevon Looney is a center. But he didn't have an center. impact on the games. He was he was a good rebounder. Like Bogut, no. Looney, he did they they did their thing. They served their role and they were certainly underpaid, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Daniel Tice is that guy. So Clint Capello was like that. He was an underpaid center who was very good. And then he got traded and they really could have used them. Yeah. We see now. I don't think they it would have made it. Different. LeBron's on it. Oh, no. No, no, no. Listen. That team was better. Like, the Lakers team was clearly better. But it would have been a harder series to win with Ben Capella because he can actually defend. LeBron's on a mission this year. I'm really hoping he To prove what, though? I don't see what he's trying to prove. To prove that everyone, like, everyone shit talks him. Yeah, because he's, like, the thing about great players is that they're kind of, like, everyone's going to hate. They're a No one hated on MJ. Or not a lot of people. The reason I say no one, uh, the reason or my response to that is because he was so good that it was impossible to hate on him. I mean, LeBron's Like, you good. couldn't deny his talent because he was proving it every year. I think MJ's a GOAT, but LeBron's most talented. Yeah, it's kind of the football argument. It's like, like I'll Rogers say Brady's is the GOAT. Brady's the GOAT, but Rogers from Mahomes or one of those I think Ro- it, it was always They're Brady and Rogers. Talented. It was always Brady and Rogers for. What do you say? Goat Brady? No, no, Brady's always been the goat, but there was like from 2010 to like 2016. Yeah. Maybe Rogers was always in the conversation of goat, mm-hmm. or but I always said he's he most just talented. fell short on accomplishments, but like the talents there. But yeah. in but this case, Mahomes in this case, there's certainly the argument. You know, uh, LeBron is the most talented basketball player I've ever played. I think that. He even if he wins a title this year, it's still nobody's gonna be convinced. If someone nullifies his championship, I'm gonna be convinced. No, there's no nullifying the championship. This is like a harder championship to win than a normal one. It's I feel like the crazy. argument is I mean, MJ didn't have Anthony Davis. 
MJ hit Scottie Pippen Who's and Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Okay, Dennis Rodman's great and all, but like he doesn't score. And Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's a spot up shooter. Spot up shooter. You can't and say Danny that. Green. Danny Green's a better shooter than Steve Kerr. He does They're, more than yeah, Steve Kerr. I'm not, He's not a better shooter, but he does more. Yeah, because he plays defense. He's more versatile offensive player yeah. and defensive player. But um, Anthony Davis is better than Scottie Pippen. That's kind of yeah, that is true. Ball. But this is also LeBron's first year with Anthony Davis. My issue with the Lakers is I don't think they get any. They can get any better. I think this is essentially what the roster is. If they win a championship this year, that's good for them. I don't think they can win again. That's actually I think if they I add think. another player, a point guard. Who though? They have. They can't get McCall. There, there's no way they can get CJ. There's a chance because if they add another so, three, okay. So you're suggesting they trade every single role player and draft pick they have to go all in for a shooting guard? Who is, no, I don't think they trade. Who's who are the free agents this year? The free agents this year? They're not free. If That's there's a shooter, if there's a shooter, I think that they go for them. Right, deal. Not a free agent, but like on the trading block. I, I would not. And want they to can't see, afford him. So I don't want to see the Lakers trade all their because they have good depth. In my opinion, they have veteran depth. I don't think they have good depth. I think they have good playoff depth. Yeah, in the regular the season, they don't. No, yeah. They have Rondo. They have veterans. They have Rondo, who's playing so well. I, I'm like, I, I love the way Rondo plays. I, I like that he's like not re- conformed to the whole, oh, point guards have to shoot these days. Yeah, he, he doesn't. doesn't he's shoot. so good. He doesn't like, shoot. He just passes. He still somehow finds a way to play very well. He's perfect for LeBron. He's a great player because he like uh, they think a lot. They use like uh, isn't that the baseball term? Like if you have a reliever pitcher, you have a relief pitcher. Yeah, relief. Rondo's the relief pitcher. He he just comes in, you know, when LeBron yeah. can't necessarily because he's older. He can't play forty eight minutes he a game. Can, but no, no, he no, doesn't. He have can't to. play forty eight minutes a game. He doesn't have to. Exactly, but he can. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is. It's better for LeBron at this point for to his longevity yeah, to, not to not play 40 minutes a game yeah. or 42 minutes a game. So you have Rondo who can come in. Okay. He can play significant minutes. He, he can, can be the floor general. Yeah, so he has a lot of capability. Another coach on the floor. And then going off LeBron, MVP. MVP. So Giannis has won the MVP, I think, deservedly. I think he did deserve it, but LeBron deserved more votes. Here's what I'll say. Uh, LeBron was the arguable best player. He was the most valuable, but LeBron... No, LeBron was... No, Giannis was the most valuable player. That's why I feel like it needs to be taken seriously like that because you take Giannis off of his team, the Lakers still have AD and decent supporting cast. That is true. Giannis' team, like, they have a better supporting cast around Giannis Giannis. apart from AD. So apart from the two All-Stars, if I take both All-Stars away from both teams, the Bucks and the Lakers... The Lakers have not AD. as good as they're not as good as the Bucks. I'm taking both AD and LeBron. Oh, okay, yeah. And Middleton and Giannis off. Then yeah, then the Bucks are better. The Bucks have a better team, but it's a team that's really only built to work around Giannis. Yeah, that's why they wouldn't be as good. Like the Lakers team is kind of built of a bunch of players who are useful no matter what. I mean, it's also like they need LeBron there. He's- LeBron. The thing is like. The way I like to see it, NBA teams or championship teams, are there's some teams that are built around a player, and there's some teams where one player is like the turbocharger for a team. So Kawhi is a turbocharger type player. You plug him into a team, that works. team does well. Yeah. Doesn't matter what who you have on the team, he fits. Yeah. 
that's yeah that's not what Giannis is. Giannis needs the team to be structured around him. Around him. Yeah, I think Curry's also one of those turbo. Tur- Turbo Chargers. He could. I think Curry can play. I think Curry and Clay can basically play wherever they want. Because they're shooters. And do whatever they, they want. They can go wherever. Like a good supporting cast helps them, but realistically, they, I mean, they can't win by themselves. But say, individually, individually, yeah, they can't win by themselves with no Clay one Steph. Well, I don't think any NBA player in LeBron, history could LeBron, win without any LeBron, other All Stars. LeBron. LeBron's never won a title without an All. Oh yeah, no, without any All Stars. But without any All Stars, LeBron I mean, could do the best with the worst. Curry can win as being the best player on your team. Curry can. He's not as good as LeBron, but he could win as the best player on your team. Yeah, he did that. Clay cannot, but Clay's a very good player. I think Clay on the Lakers would. Yeah, but why would they do that? that they're they're title contenders. The Warriors are title oh, yeah. contenders. They of have the Splash Bros. They're of fine. course the Warriors wouldn't do that, but if LeBron, if all of the chips fall into place, I mean, then yes, Michael Thompson. Played for the Lakers. Why would Clay want to play? I think mm. that Le- this is LeBron's best chance to win a ring, so he should just try and I, do it. I think he wins it easy. I think he. I think that he put a big fight because Bam Adebayo is a great defender. He's an All NBA defender. I know, but then and he's, he's not down. a ton. He's not that important to their offense. He doesn't even score that. I mean, much. who's their offensive? Jimmy Butler, Jimmy uh, Butler, Tyler Hero, put LeBron, on J- put LeBron on Butler. It's over. He will not score. Put Butler on LeBron and it's over. No, the it's Heat not. are such a good defensive team. They're going to lock. Trust me. LeBron's not going to be locked That's down. That's also kind of why I want to. I, just, I don't think LeBron can be locked down by realistically anyone. anyone there. I don't think anybody. But they can it's, limit. It's impossible in the offenses he's played against for him to not score points. Yeah, that's true. Because he's the only player on offense, essentially. But I think I think that they can. That he can definitely limit him. And they have very good zone defense that can probably do something. I think like the fact that they have a good defensive center who does stuff other than score points on offense is going to be the thing that just like I like watching the Heat play. The Lakers' perimeter defense is going to be stretched. They need to like they Robinson need to figure it out. Around. I mean, I think they have to take care of the Nuggets first because mm-hmm. don't look passive. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see. I think it's a short series, to be honest. Yeah, and then just a little bit of social media aspects for today. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Bronny James. Bronny James, who's been in a little bit of a controversy. Smoking doobies. LeBron. Yep, LeBron yep. might be a little pissed if he's sent home early by another team mm-hmm. and he sees Bronny not mm-hmm. practicing basketball or doing mm-hmm. anything. That's Best good. Uh, sorry, I'm just gonna quote uh, every fanboy on social media when I say. Best player in the nation. Bronny Best high school Bronny. player ever. No, we we, we averaged five points. We, no, we okay. do not. We don't have to go into Bronny's stats or anything. Let's just talk about his social media actions. <laughs> He's not even face he, he po- now. I don't understand. He's so weird. Why did he post that video of himself? Smoking? What kind of idiot? Okay, fine. You smoked weed. Yeah, cool. just don't post. Don't it. post it on your social. You're LeBron idiot. James' son. You He's never idiot. done anything like. LeBron's he probably never, did, but like, oh, yeah, he but he never posted, posted it. Media. LeBron's been like one of the most media savvy people ever since he was in high school. Mm-hmm. And now we have Bronny here signing to flip FaZe Clan and smoking on his team. What does he do? Like, is he going to become a gamer? Is he going to be the Jackson Mahomes of the uh, oh, no, no, no. of the NBA? That would, that, would, that would be amazing. That would be sad. That would be amazing. But uh, for today, that's basically our podcast. Do we want to end on the NFL predict? Okay. That's that's basically our podcast for today. Hope you guys enjoyed.
See you. Thank you.